Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of What a Great Punk podcast, a podcast by us, Jamie and Todd, <laughs> a punk band a from Melbourne. Punk podcast. That's good. <laughs> what a Great Punk podcast. Podcast, yeah. Podcast, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. just trying to be clear. Yeah, yeah. I like it. We're, we're a punk, a punk band from <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> yeah. Do you think when you call yourself a punk band, you automatically cancel out the fact that you're punk, or is it just probably? But we've cancelled ourselves out so many times that you got to remind them sometimes. So it's a bit of a catch. I think that, like, because I always feel really like sheepish about saying punk band because I feel like it's just so. Like, oh yeah, because you don't go. Oh, I play in a rock band. Yeah, <laughs> and like, oh, we're, we're, yeah, we're a punk band. Yeah, That's but what. you might say we're a jazz band if we were a yeah. jazz band. You know. Well, I guess the, the 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 thing the thing is is that. It at least indicates what you're in for if you go and listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's all. That's what I think about it as. It's just yeah. a po- it's a pointer towards what the band might sound like. Yeah, we're not saying. Yeah, it's like a sonic thing. It's not like we're going. Oh, we're like anarchists and like have mohawks yeah. and shit. Like yeah, it's I don't. Not, I don't no. have a mohawk. You don't. No. Nah. No. Nah. No. Nah. But yeah, um, punk band bands from Australia. Yes, and Melbourne. we. We also have a Comedy Central mockumentary series about us, kind of like Spinal Tap, um, and it is now available on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so you can watch it there. It's called These New South Wales. These New H. South Wales. With an H. <laughs> <laughs> watch the whole thing. Um, it's um, all there for free. Love yeah. that. Um, now, we release this podcast once a week. We also release a bonus episode every week over on our Patreon. Yeah. You can find that patreon.com forward slash what a great punk or you can download the patreon app and just search what a great punk and it's sure to pop up if your search <laughs> function is working properly yeah yeah um do i look more relaxed than usual in terms of my posture here yeah have you had some valium or something no nah, i've got a new chair oh yeah it's good and it's got like a i got the high back so i can and it's got arms so oh. i can just do this what, is, what inspired this um, <clears throat> Tash and I bought a couch um, and it took ages to come, way longer than they said it would. So they gave us a $100 voucher. Get out of here. Yeah, as, as a, an apology or whatever. And this chair was like 90 bucks or something. So I thought, just grab it. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. they, made a, they made amends. <clears throat> yeah. And that's, the, that's the difference between an apology and an amends right there. Yeah. Oh, dude. They made it this. right. I'm doxing myself a bit here. Go. I sold my other couch that I had here that this new one replaced for 350 bucks. So I made money all up. And the reason I'm just giving a bit too much away is because Callum Shoutouts actually gave me that couch for free. (laughs) Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So Callum, I owe you a beer. Um, Oh, a bit more than a beer, I would have thought. I owe you like 175 bucks. (laughs) He gave you that couch and you flogged it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I flogged it. I sold it. I used it, but when it, I didn't need it anymore. Yeah, you flogged it, flogged and then you it. flogged it. Yeah, I flogged it. Yeah, flogged it. That's that's for sure. <laughs> um, it's a good couch, though. I didn't think I didn't think of selling it because Callum Callum was moving to Sydney from Melbourne, so he just wanted to get rid of it. You know, I was like, I'll take it. But then Tash was like, we can sell that. 
Great. So that we did. Why not? Yeah. All anyway, right, well done. So shout outs to the new chair. Well, shout, yeah, big shout outs to the new chair. This is going to be a special episode. We have Julia Shapiro um, of Chastity Belt, um, band, a band originally from Seattle. Fantastic um, band. Looking forward to catching up with Julia. I believe Julia lives in LA now, but that may or may not be the case. Okay. It, it's been a while since I spoke to her, but looking forward to that chat. Should be good. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. And just quickly, but before we crack on, we've got some big news dropping this week. Um, some exciting stuff happening. Um, we're going to talk about that on the Patreon and, and let the Patreons know exactly what that is. So if you just can't wait to hear, sign up to our Patreon. But otherwise, you'll know more later this week. Um, well, we might as well roll up the intro music then, do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, uh, without any further ado, this is an original composition by a man named Mark Sinatra from Caulfield, Australia. The song is called Catchy Smile. All right, then. Take it away, Mark. Catchy Smile. You got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back, baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna Welcome, Julia. I love your guys' uh, backgrounds. You like Thank the background? You. Yeah. Yeah. We always just try to go with... It's hard, it's, kind of, it's too hard to choose something, so you just go with whatever the first sort of image that pops yeah. into your head is. Yeah. And I, I love it. And I'm sort of... I feel like you're at an amusement park. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get the memo. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, maybe if, we should have Maybe we should have given you the memo. Like, Todd, that's something that we should do yeah. is say... Because let our guests know that like we're going to be having backgrounds, and that if you want to, yeah, have a background, you know, Go for it, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's hard to come up with something on the spot often, so I don't want to put that pressure onto you right now. Yeah, but, what I'm saying, yeah, but we should in future let them know prior. Yes, no, I agree. Along with okay. the you know, along with the like, what's your email so we can send you the Zoom link. Yeah, in the standard one pager, chuck that in there at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Um, Amusement park themed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every every week. Yeah. Um, if so, if I if my background was an amusement park and Jamie's was a separate amusement park, which one would you prefer to go to? Um, I'm a huge clown lover, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the clown. Are you? Yeah. Clown you like town. Clowns? Clown town. Love them. Re- really? Yeah. Mm. You don't. You don't Love meet. Them. Yeah, I have a clown tattoo. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is it a big one or a small one? Yeah, it's one? a stick and it's a small one. Yeah. It's a stick and poke. I could show yeah. you actually. Yeah. It's just I don't know. Yeah, if you I can, can see, see that. that just on the side of your knee there. A clown yeah. a clown's yeah. head. Nice. Oh my goodness. Um yeah, mine's a big roller coaster, which I don't like roller coasters personally. You don't actually go on you don't go on them, do you, Todd? You don't go I on don't rides. I don't go on rides. Nah. I don't like the spinny rides. That's yeah. what I can't deal <laughs> yeah. with. I like oh, the dizziness yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I'm not into it. But what about a loop on a roller coaster? Is that a spin or is that a loop? Um, I've never been on one of the yeah. like upside down roller coasters. So yeah, I guess I'm with you a little yeah. bit. I'm like, it's a it's too scary. It's a thrill to it's a real thrill to behold. It's a thrill. It's a thrill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's more of a thrill than a scare, isn't it? But we, but you have you seen the footage of like people hanging upside down, like stuck <laughs> on the upside down part of the loop? Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Horrific. That's a nightmare. That goes from thrill to nightmare in 0.5 seconds, doesn't it? Hugely. 
Julia, did you hear about? <laughs> yeah, that's. A- so, sorry, did you hear about the oh. the um the terrible the terrible thing that happened at one of our our most our most beloved theme parks? <laughs> Near where Jamie no, grew up. No, I don't think it made the news over here. Um, it was at a place called Dreamworld, which is like the biggest theme park on on the Gold Coast in Queensland, and um, mm-hmm. it uh it basically it was like one of those raft raft rides where you're like in the white water r- rapids and you're like drifting through in like a big wooden sort of like circular thing and you bounce against the walls and you know you know that kind of ride <laughs> yeah <laughs> white water yeah. rafting yeah no i'm not keep going yeah keep describing it a bit longer yeah. well, uh, <laughs> um yeah, no, i'm, get, I'm actually not keep, getting you're it you're gonna yeah. have to yeah. keep going with that. go yeah. on well, sorry go i wasn't on. getting any like um I know I was going, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I better explain this. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I'm familiar. Okay, we, yeah. we have those yeah. in America. Okay, so at the end of the ride, well, of course, America is the great home of the ride. Yeah, yeah, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's the great home of the ride. That's what... That's, <laughs> yeah, it all, this is where it all started. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at the end, comes out of its final, final sort of waterfall blast down a hill or whatever, and then it get, goes up onto this wooden conveyor belt. And the wooden conveyor belt malfunctioned and basically like eight, something like four or five people alive. Mm. Churn, they churned through it. Like hippopotamus teeth kind of gnat. <laughs> it ate it them. Ate, it, like it, na- it was like, like gnashing and... I'm, tr- I'm like trying to visualize this. Imagine huge cogs made out of metal and people in a boat yeah. just being like getting through it the gap. It slipped through like the gap feeding. and then it fed yeah. into the conveyor belt. Into the machinery, oh. the machinery underneath, yeah. It was one of the... That's really bad. Mm. It was very, very bad. And it cast a it cast a huge sort of, like they were closed for so long and there were all these court battles and everything. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was quite recent. Maybe five years ago. This goes to show you. Yeah. Don't. I guess don't don't take that <laughs> risk. It's not, yeah. it's not, <laughs> not worth, worth it. the risk. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, um, do you remember when the one time I've okay, the one time I've been to New York, which was a couple of years ago, four years ago, there was this thing where someone was going around dressed as a clown. Was that remember that thing where the clown was right about the time we were there, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. What was that? that, What was that about? Was that just New York, or was that happening elsewhere in the states? Like there was a clown thing going on. Yeah, there's a scary clown appearing all around. Julia, do you remember that? Was Julia? it the it clown? <laughs> oh, I it was. That. It was around. The, it was around the it. Oh. It was. A, it was around the it. I oh, think there was, was even my, speculation that it might have been some kind of weird marketing oh, scheme. Oh, promo thing, and we. Got I bet it was into promo. It? Oh. That's that's first thing that came to my head. I was like, promo. Yeah, oh, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, like scary. <laughs> you guys fell for it. Yeah, yeah, naive. Yeah. It, in the big in the big apple. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty smart promo. It's good. Promo. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that movie That's so much though. That, that grassroots promo. It right is, there. isn't it? Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, I didn't like that remake so much. Did you watch that remake of it? Um, I saw the first one. Are I think there's several now, right? Well, yeah. Or- there's like a yeah. There's a sequel I think out now. Yeah. Yeah, I think I watched it on a plane once. Right. So I don't know. I don't have the best judge of like movies when I'm on a plane. Uh-huh. I feel like everything it, it's everything's just like more like raw when you're on a plane. It is, isn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just felt like very emotionally charged. I I think <laughs> if I'd seen it in like any other setting, it wouldn't have hit me so hard, but I, I don't know. 
Yeah. It was like jarring. I, I couldn't handle it on a plane. Right. I'm surprised they had a movie like that on a plane, right? It's like... Oh, they have all sorts yeah, of like... All. I've seen some pretty fucked up stuff on planes. Yeah? Like I watched... Have you seen that movie, uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer? No. No. I think that's what it's called. That movie is fucked up and I watched it on a plane and it like completely like I was having like an existential crisis. Mm, really? The entire time. Yeah. I recommend that movie though. What's it yeah. called again? The Sacred Killing of a Deer? Uh, the ki- Killing of a Sacred Deer, yeah. I think. Okay. It's by the guy who did um, The Lobster and oh, yeah, yeah. The Favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not going to say it. I watched another movie by that person recently. No idea what it was called there. So. Was it good? Was it foreign? Because I think he's Greek. Yes. Oh, it was mm. a Greek. It was It was Greek. Yorgos Lannis. The movie was Greek and something. it fucking oh, ruled. Oh, yeah. And it was like about the two girls. I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, it's about was the it family. Dog, dog, dog tooth. tooth. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm normally like no idea with movies, but Jamie, Dog Tooth. Dog Check Tooth? Yeah, dog tooth and the killing of a sacred deer, both by the same Greek yeah. Greekman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a Greekman. Yeah, he's a Greekman. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, um, I, I, oh, yeah. Go on, Todd. The other thing with like a hectic movie on a plane is bad too because those headphones that they give you, they either you can't mm. hear anything or it's like. It does serious damage, like long-term damage. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> yeah. so tinny. It's, yeah, they're tinny. Yeah, it's one like dangerous frequency that gets through and that's it. Yeah. It's really um, shocking stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best audio no. quality. They've got to update. Yeah, update. Oh, just let me yeah. connect mine. How about that? The Yeah, that's yeah. true. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why do they waste all those headphones? What's with that? <laughs> no, what happens to those? <laughs> they take them back and do they clean them and then give them There's back There's just out? someone like meticulously like cleaning them off yeah, and polishing I, them. That's not happening. Yeah, I don't know. I think that maybe they just like remove the outer bit. Oh, yeah, the foam. The foam part. Yeah. Yeah. They re-foam them. I don't know. If yeah. that's all changing uh, after COVID. Mm. Do you reckon it is? Yeah, everything should be wireless anyway. I don't know. I'm just thinking of things that like wouldn't <laughs> yeah. fly now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. We were talking about smoking on planes the other day um, and how uh, like absurd it is that you used to be able to smoke on a plane. Like that seems just absurd, right? <laughs> that is right? really absurd, yeah. yeah. And in hospitals. There was like a smoking section, yeah. right? But then it's just like you're in this tiny plane. You're not... Oh, it was a yeah. section? You couldn't just be tapping in your... I I don't know. I've pic- I'm picturing a section, but uh, you'd it would just waft back. So I don't know if that yeah. would actually. It'd be so fucked. Help, Imagine not smoking and sitting next to a smoker smoking the whole time in the plane. It'd be fucking horrible. Disgusting. <sighs> yeah. It's just rude. Yeah. Why do you think the that the emotionally charged thing on a plane happens, Julie? Because I've experienced that phenomena as well. Right. Yeah. I think it's like it happens to me like. On planes and also in airports. Oh, in airports um, too. I think it's just like you're kind of in a state of limbo. You're not really anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? You have no like sense of place. Um, yeah. So you're just like floating in space. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is weird being on a flight. I think I, I used to equate it to something similar to that, which is like looking out of the window and feeling zoomed out from your... Mm. Like you you get a uh, a visual representation of how insignificant your life and problems are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's weird sort of feeling where like the whole world is just those 300 people on the plane. You know what I mean? It's like that's it for that moment. And you're kind of connected to all those strangers in that plane. Yeah. Well, you're breathing in their farts and everything. You're, yeah. You're breathing in each. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just recirculating their air. Yeah. You are connected. We're all the same energy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I always like just looking out a plane window is very surreal. Surreal. I like always get some kind of feeling of like just insignificance. Yeah, kinda, yeah. you know, just yeah, like what you're saying, just like wow, I'm I'm so small. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a moment, which is a really nice sure. f- feeling to have. Definitely a moment. Yeah. Does anyone have any horrible like plane stories from like being on a plane? Something bad happening. <laughs> Like, because I've got one in my head that didn't happen to me, but it's a good story. Oh, I've got one that happened to me too. All right, go. <laughs> I yeah, I have like a several like unpleasant yeah. plane stories. Oh yeah, unpleasant. But- These are unpleasant ones. All right, I'll go. I'll, <laughs> shall I go first? Yeah, go on. Yeah. All right. One happened to my friend Jess Mangan. Shout outs. Um, she was flying somewhere across Europe, and when she got in the plane, she went to put her seat back and the lady behind her was just like so over the top against it. She was just like, no, no, no. And it's like pushed her hand against the seat, like forced it, like wouldn't let it down with all of her force. And Jess is like, what the fuck's going on there? And there's a language barrier. Like she might've been Italian or something and Jess could only speak English and they couldn't communicate. But she was just like, really did not want this seat to come down. And, um, to the point where she was kind of being pretty physical with Jess about it. And um, the um, flight attendant came past and Jess was like, "This, she's not letting me put my seat down. Like, what's the go here? And then the flight attendant said, just leave it. Don't, you know, prod the bear. Um, it, when she falls asleep, just put your seat down then. So Jess puts her seat, um, seat down when this lady fell asleep and woke up to the lady's hands on her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Just like pulling at her head and stuff and like trying to wake her up and like kind of like weirdly like semi-strangle her or like some kind of thing like that and just got the most shocking, rude awakening from that and then just put her seat up and didn't fuck with it again. That's horrible. Isn't that horrible? That's terrifying. Yeah. Imagine just... The strangest like hands just come across your face when you're asleep. I don't get why people have such <laughs> an issue okay. with it. Mm. Like the seat going back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, that's a part of it's flying. a part of flying, and it's like not yeah. not the, not but the best part of flying. Not even close. No. But it's just one yeah. of them. But it's, you allow it because you're also yeah. in turn putting your seat exactly. Back, so it's like yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like a thing you can't. It's out of your control. If it goes down, it goes down. There's no point in getting upset about it. Yeah. I think I saw somewhere, like maybe, I don't think it was in Sky Mall. You guys familiar with Sky Mall? Mm -mm. It's like, oh, it's like a magazine that used to be in planes. Okay. With like all sorts of like shopping, like weird contraptions. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. They don't do it anymore, but um, I don't think it would be in Sky Mall, but it's like a device that like, keeps the person in front of you's like 
keep from going back. <laughs> oh, like a stick, a stick or something. Yeah. So they're just like, why? Oh, I guess my seat's broken. Like, oh, it's sneaky. I used to yeah. sell that. So that lady should just get one of those so that yeah. she doesn't have, yeah. have a confrontation. She can just be, you know, passive aggressively. Yeah. Like, what other sort of criminal <laughs> devices do they sell in that magazine? It's like yeah. switchblades and like seat stoppers yeah. and shit. Yeah, I'm um, just thinking, I, I don't think they would sell that in Sky Mall because yeah. oh, it's I more don't, like yeah. Mad Magazine or something. You saw that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like a really long straw, then you can steal someone's drink from a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. A really long fork. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like full of like gag yeah. things yeah. that. A yeah. really long, long fork with a note on it that just says, "Can I try your osso buco?" Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, yeah, you should work for Sky. Yeah. Remember when we Are had osso buco on the plane, Todd? Was it me? Are you, you? going to eat that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we loved that osso buco. You so we would eat up for that. Yeah, we loved that. Was in we loved that osso buco. The meat taste. Yeah, that was nice. Um, it's pretty lush. Okay. kind of thing. <laughs> it is osso buco. Yeah, yeah. So. What it? Um, what is that? What's I'm not familiar. Also, yeah. also Booker is like a. It's like a. It's like a South African um like beef stew or something like that. Yeah, I don't know where it's from. Oh, okay. I don't think it's South African. I think it well, is. It could be. I think it is. is it? Yeah. It's it's traditionally a um. It's what you know the the uh like a. What's the meat? It's on the bone, but it's really soft, and um, you know the big knuckle kind of meats. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those in a, in a stew with rice, actually. Wow, that's yeah. like pretty heavy duty stuff for yeah. a flight. Well, what, was it a long flight? Yeah, it was an international um, one. That's what they try to do, though. They try to clog you. Yeah, they try mm-hmm. to clog you. And they do. Yeah, clog they don't you. want you using they, the bathroom. They no. s- successfully do that. Um, <laughs> I've got another Osobuco story if you want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'd love um, to. <laughs> it's a kind of band related too, so that's good. Years and years ago. I played in um, like one of my old bands. We supported Madness on their Australian tour, which was really cool. And um, we were on the first show in Sydney. It was at quite a big venue, so they had a nice backstage and like catering and stuff. And um, I stood in the line. I hadn't really done a show like this before, so I didn't really know how it worked. And I stood in the line and lined up and got to the counter where you order from the chef. And I said, I'll just have the Osabuco, please. <laughs> and they said, I'm sorry, this is for the band and crew only, not for the support bands. You can't have any. Oh, and I had to leave. That is that embarrassing. Story. Yeah. Could have just given me some. That, that, yeah. You know, there's so Come much. On. Yeah. <laughs> so much. What are they doing? They were like living for that yeah. moment. Yeah. Where they could keep it from you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the old, um, the old being bad. locked out of a... It's like going to the airport lounge and being told. I saw a witness that the other day in an airport lounge where someone like went, just uh, yeah, just heading up to the lounge. And they went, yeah, yeah, you got your ticket there. And he went, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he handed it over and she went, mm, no, sorry. Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but I Man, can't I wish I had that kind of nerve to be just yeah. like full on like rejected. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a friend who's like that. Like she'll just get in places just by like mm. acting really confident about being there. Yeah. She's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's gotten into like every show for free just by being like, yeah, I'm actually working for this paper and I'm doing an interview with them. Oh, and wow, <laughs> like, yeah, she's just so good at bullshitting. It really is. Have you ha- catch me if you can that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, is that a, yep, is that a totally. Movie? She yeah. yeah. 
she's a little Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> um, Julia, have you had any experiences of like touring with a band or whatever, or not n- not being allowed like in the in the backstage room or like any of those kind of <laughs> kind of stories like Todd experienced? Everyone we've toured with has been so nice mm, about yeah. us, like, or at least to our faces, they've been nice about like letting us share things. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're just, pr- we're pretty good at like getting on like the band's side and like they'll invite us yeah. in mm. or we'll just like become friendly enough where we kind of like sneak our way in. Yeah. But yeah, I can't really think of like any like terrible experiences. What, what about that. your terrible plane, plane story? Oh yeah. It's not like, I don't have any like stories, but mm. I can think of some pretty bad flights. Like um, the one that comes to mind is actually from Australia back to the States. Yeah. Um, the entire way the woman next to me was throwing up in a paper oh, bag. Yeah, oh that's my bad. God. <laughs> it was so like pretty much. Yeah. And so I just like, and I was in the window seat and she was in the middle seat. So I was like really kind of like trying to like crammed up against the window trying to like get some space from her um Mm. (laughs) when i ended up just like getting out of my seat and kind of doing laps around the plane and just like chatting with people um i had some tim tams oh yeah love those oh so good yeah so i i and then i like struck up a couple conversations with other people i just was like i can't go back to my seat anything so i didn't sleep the entire time oh my god that's a long flight to be in (laughs) that situation damn it was bad Mm. i remember being on that australia to america flight once and the person in front of me must have taken sleeping tablets because they were asleep the whole time like out out Mm. but doing the loudest snoring I've ever heard. Yeah. So it was the wow. whole time and you could hear it through your headphones, everything, but never woke up. So it just did that the entire time. It's fucked up. Yeah. That's a sleeping tablet thing. I, I've been yeah. I've been that guy on a plane before. It was mm. so horrendous. <laughs> like I was, Yeah. It, it was, you know, back when I used to uh, drink too much and I, I drank a lot in London during the day and I got on a plane. I was at the, I was at the airport like wasted basically and I took a, mm. Um, like a sleeping tablet before I got on the plane, and mm. I I don't even I don't even remember taking <laughs> Good off combination. Isn't it? I don't I don't even I was sat next to this old couple. I don't even remember the plane taking off, and I woke up like <laughs> as we were landing. And you must have done some whack shit. And they looked flight. so That's worried. An amazing flight, though. Yeah, amazing yeah. flight. It was well done. Yeah, they looked worried. They they were so worried, and they were like lean, <laughs> leaning away from me, and like my mouth was just as dry as sin. Like I knew that I just had my mouth wide. Snoring. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I've definitely woken up on a plane before and just like drool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That reminds me. Actually, mm. one time I gave my mum a Valium on a flight from the UK, and um, I don't know why I gave it to her. I think like I don't know. I was like, oh. If you want to just have this, it'll just help relax you and, and put you to sleep a bit mm. or whatever. And she took it and turned into a literal zombie, like for the rest of the flight. Like she was like, <laughs> she was like, uh, sit, sit leaning forward like this. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> there was drool just dribbling onto her little table. 
And she had and she had some biscuits and stuff, and I was like, "Eat a biscuit." And she and I remember her putting the biscuit in her mouth and going and trying to break the biscuit with her lips, just not even using it. That was terrible. One Valium knocked her out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty funny. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. Um. Yeah. I've told I've told my story on on pod before about my my plane experience, which is my most memorable one, probably your most memorable one, Todd. Yeah, as well because I was very yeah. rude to a flight attendant. Oh yeah, tell it. I'll again. tell it it's again. It's been tell it's it been about. I'd love it's to been hear about it. Fifty five episodes since I told this story. I think. Yeah, I, and I have another story from a plane relating to you for after it, which is just a nice little fun one. Okay, good. Well, th- yeah. this one goes a little something like this. There was a there was a flight attendant. And he was just particularly, he was rude. He was offhand. He was rude. And I didn't like it, not one bit. And rude to your brother. He, well, he, then, then, he was, then he was rude, oh. rude to Ben. So Ben, my brother, stood up and went to the toilet for a, for a piss. And while he was in the toilet, this flight attendant went chuk, 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 on the door. And Ben went, oh, my God, I finished his piss and opened the door. And the flight attendant was just like grumbled something and walked off. He had no, he didn't make it clear as to why he knocked like that. <laughs> And Ben came back and sat down and was like, fuck that dude. He's so, what the hell? He just fucking knocked on the door. And I was like, fuck, that guy's so annoying. He's fucking giving me all these offhanded remarks and all this kind of stuff, Mm. right? And I'm not very prone to this, but I had like a a small like rage come over me. Mm. Um, You saw red. I saw red. It's that feeling of just like being vulnerable on a plane. It takes you to that state. Yeah. Yeah. And and also- Flight or flight too. Yeah. And also just when you're like, you've like in the back of your head, you've paid a bit of money to be on this flight. And like the the least they could, the least they could do is it just be, just be baseline pleasant. Don't be, don't Mm. be overly polite. Don't have to be friendly. Just be baseline Mm. pleasant. Mm. To right, me on this yeah. flight, it costs twelve hundred dollars to be on, <laughs> and you're yeah. feeding me shit. You're feeding yeah. me garbage to clog yeah. me up. I'm okay with that. Just at least ha- show a bit of common decency. Yeah, it's a lot of money to be bullied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and to also to set the scene, I'm in the aisle. You're in the middle, and Ben's next to you on the other yeah, side. Yeah. So I'm in the middle. I'm flanked by Ben and Todd. Yeah. Yeah. And so this guy <laughs> walks back up the aisle, and I just like raised my hand and like crudely sort of waved in his face, like clicked or something like that. I can't remember what I did. And then he went, yeah. And I went, get me a water. (laughs) And he went, and he went, excuse me. I said, get me a water. Oh my God. I was getting flashbacks. <laughs> and you were in the middle of this, yeah, Todd, and right? Yeah, he was saying yeah. it over my head, so I just sunk in my yeah, chair Todd, like this. Yeah, Todd and Ben both just like <laughs> I went. It's just like, oh my God. I, <laughs> I just wished I could have had an eject button. I would have ejected out yeah. of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and like it took probably like five seconds for the like regret to like wash over me. And I'm pretty sure I went bright red like, oh my God, mm. what just got into you? You fucking yeah. freak. Yeah. Um, and he came back with a, a water for me and just kind of like dropped it on my lap or whatever. But um, mm. that was my horror story. It was really yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. And then you're just stuck with him for the rest yeah. of the flight. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was most embarrassed about Todd and Ben though because they hated me for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Didn't feel good. Nah. Being, 
Yeah. Whew, yeah, that's some cringy that's stuff. That's so cringy. It's so you cringe, know. yeah. I, I feel like people are their worst selves on planes and mm. it must be a hard job, yeah. honestly, being a flight yeah. attendant. I, I would not want that job. It would yeah. be a hard job. You work long hours. You're in a stuffy yeah. little fart house. <laughs> Someone told me once too that flight attendants don't get paid when the plane is on the ground. Oh. So if you're stuck on the ground oh. waiting to get in the air, like yeah, the flight attendants aren't getting paid. And that's when people are the worst mm. too. They're like Oh yeah. Extra angry. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Um what what are the perks then? You get to travel a lot. It's kind of cool. You get to travel. Yeah, uh-huh. I think you fly for free. Yeah, see, um, you get you you're flying for free for work, and you can fly basically for free for holidays and stuff. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon the international flight attendants are kind of like party animals? Like they uh, part of the attraction mm. to the job is just like, yeah, I'm going to San Francisco for two nights. I'm going to yeah. fuck my shit up and yeah, like, I got two. That's days what off. I'd imagine. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going I met a flight Ibiza. attendant once in a actually I've met a couple flight attendants like in bars and or like at shows mm. and they're all like very hyped up, <laughs> very drunk, yeah. like ready to rage. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's the impression that I yeah. get. Um so look, this is a this is a hard right angle, but um mm. I, but <laughs> Uh, where, Julia, last time I spoke to you, you had moved to Los Angeles. Are you still there? I'm still here. Yep. Whereabouts are you? Yeah. Um, I'm in Atwater. Okay. Awesome. Which is just like East yeah. LA. Yeah. It's a nice, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I think we went to Atwater one night for ice cream, Todd. Oh yeah. Is there a good ice cream shop there? <laughs> it's, it's probably, is it up I don't hill, go, I don't of? get out up much. <laughs> It's very flat. Yeah, it's flat. Uh, no, I wasn't thinking hilly. I was thinking flat. I think that okay. guy it's, took Melody's friend. It's very flat. There's like one main strip mm. on Glendale and it's a really wide street. That's, yes, yeah. that's it. That's um, it. That's where we went for ice yeah. cream. Oh, we had nice. ice cream there. Yeah. yeah. There used to be a bird shop there with parrots. Sad that's gone. But uh, uh, there's some good food on that street. Nice. Yeah, I like my neighborhood. That's cool. And um, so how long have you been living there for? Like about... A year and a half or something. Almost a year, a year now. I I moved like right um, at the beginning of the pandemic. It mm. was, it just lined up so that like, I think if it had been like a week earlier or later, I don't know if I would have mm. made the move down here. But I, I actually like showed up on the day that the stay at home order was announced Holy in fuck. LA. Yeah. How's that for timing? So... Um, so yeah, I haven't really gotten to experience much of the city. It's been strange. Mm. Yeah. I mean, are you, um, are you, is there lockdowns in place at the moment where you are or is it? There's never been like, like a lockdown. I don't think it's, it hasn't gotten as strict as like Melbourne or anything, but, um, yeah, right now I think outdoor dining just opened back up. Um, okay. Definitely, like you have to wear a mask everywhere. Mm. I think there's there's been a curfew for like 10 p.m. Right. In place for a while. I don't right. know. I don't know because I'm not really going out. Yeah. Because it's mm. like, what's the point? Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. It's just a weird time to move to a new city because I was just like 
picturing like making all these new connections and like yeah and didn't happen oh man like is LA such a great place oh this is so cliche apologies but (laughs) it's such (laughs) it's such a great place for that though yeah yeah it's the best place too well you just I mean you you spend two nights there and you just meet all these people and you at the end of at the end of you like how did I fucking meet all those people what do I even do to meet those people Definitely. I know. Yeah. Like every time I've been here on tour, I've had some like wild night. Mm. Yeah. Um, but since living here, <laughs> haven't seen too many famous people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not really in that, that zone. Mm. Yeah. Who did you move in with? I don't know. Um, I'm living with my bandmate, Annie, okay, Annie moves and as well. her girlfriend, okay. Melina, nice. who's, um, she has a project called JSOM. Right. Yeah, oh, right, right. and she has she made like created a little studio in our attic. Oh my god, cool! So yeah, so that's been fun. She's been recording. I'm like recording another solo album with her. Excellent. It's been a nice project. It's nice to have something to work how, on during all of this. How cool is that? So and Jason produced your 2019 record, right? Is that right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 She um she produced that with us. Uh, yeah, so I like I've already worked with her. Um yeah, we're all like good friends. So. Nice. Um and then and then also Annie and Jason have a side project together, right? Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah, called Routine. Mm, shout outs. Um shout outs. <laughs> yeah. They recorded that um at the beginning of the pandemic when they were in Joshua Tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. They got a an Airbnb in Joshua Tree and I actually visited them there for a little bit. Nice. It's nice. That sounds like a nice yeah. little um, like household. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. We've got um, this neighbor. I don't want to like name drop, mm. um, but he's in a <laughs> kind of well-known band. All right. uh. And he also is like de- definitely dealing drugs out of his house. Oh my God. Uh. He just Doxed like lives in the back house. Fuck. Okay, yeah, don't. All right, yeah. okay. I'm going so, yeah, to guess. <laughs> I'm going to name a band, and if I get it right, just wink, okay? Right, okay. 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> no, that was a silly um, guess. Yeah, no. But I can tell you guys. I'll tell you guys afterwards. Okay, yeah, no. yeah, I'm so interested um, to hear. But mm. he, he's always, like, live streaming his uh, karaoke sessions. Wow. And so oh, I can all like hear it from our house, like just like oh he's at it again. And then I I open up Instagram and I'm like, all right, there. Yeah. Yep. Can you turn it <laughs> down, go. please? <laughs> I do. Okay, so I have like a Finstagram where I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll comment, turn it down. This is your neighbor. Turn it down. <laughs> That's such a bad yeah. thing. It's so good. He's he's definitely like been nice to us, mm. but um. Yeah, I I don't want to divulge anything else yeah. about him, but uh, there's some crazy shit about him right. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me like a little bit nervous. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Oh, mm. I doubt he would. Uh, it would get back to him, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm so yeah. curious to prod and prod prod you <laughs> yeah, more about yeah, this, yeah. but you know, I'm also, yeah, yeah. We don't want anyone to get in trouble or we don't want it to be awkward for you either yeah that wouldn't be good yeah i need to maintain like a friendly relationship yeah, with yeah, him yeah 
because he's he's actually complimented me on my drumming before. Oh, 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 is that you drumming in there? Like, that sounds amazing. And then he's offered to to like lend me like mics and drums. Oh, that's nice. So that's the one positive is he's not going to complain about us Mm. making noise. Yeah. Yeah. So are you playing all the instruments on the Julia Shapiro record? Uh, so far, yeah. Fucking cool. Yeah, I might get Annie to play some violin on it. Um, nice. But and and how fast how yeah. far through it are you? Are you writing as you as you record, or is it all sort of written or what? Yeah, I'm kind of like demoing stuff um, out myself, and then recording it like as I write it, and writing it as I record it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, yeah, it's nice because it's not so daunting that way when you like have to, you, you've gotten like a whole album's worth written and then you just go into the studio and have to like figure out these like 10 songs. Yeah. Mm. That can be really overwhelming. Yeah, I think. definitely. It can be hard to remember. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, how, what did I play there again? I can't remember how that goes. Definitely. Yeah. And like, especially I'm like just playing like, having to remember like the bass part, mm. I never will remember that. So I have yeah. to write it down. Yeah. Um, what, what do you yeah. write? Like B, 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 C, C, C. <laughs> I like, I here I could show yeah. you this one's, Oh, it's a post-it note that I have just, um, tabbing it out. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cool. That's good. Yeah. That's a vibe. Yeah. Um, really organized. Yeah. That's organized. That is organized. We have that problem, Jamie at band practice where like, Will and I will always spend about half an hour refiguring. It out is a problem, and I've been and I've been meaning to you've address been very it. Very patient, yeah. <laughs> well, Frank and I sit there quietly, patiently for half an hour while the two guitarists yeah. try to remember the music they wrote. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, it's hard to work it Being out. Being in a band takes a lot of patience. Yeah, yeah. It does. I mean, like truthfully, I don't mind because it's like a little break from rehearsing or writing or jamming. Yeah. Like I'm just like, all right, I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking sit on Instagram for a second or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you can just look at your phone. Yeah. yeah, but um, but it it is quite um unprofessional and um yeah, <laughs> it is unprofessional. <laughs> I can imagine it would be you wouldn't mind, but it would be irritating because it's like every time and it's like, why can't you just remember the thing you wrote? It is yeah. so hard to remember. Yeah, I I feel like I've gotten mad at my bandmates about that and mm. been like, um maybe like I'll just, I'll be like maybe you should while you know it take a video of yourself. Yeah, playing. yeah. Yeah, I actually I did that. I'm looking for the video. But I can't find it. I wrote a song yesterday, and I was, and I was playing a part on the guitar, and I was like, "There's no way I will remember this in two weeks' time when I'm showing Todd my idea." So I made a video. Mm. <laughs> well it's, done. It's really helpful. Yeah, I've done that before too. Yeah, yeah. The problem with this one song that happened the other week was that the bass and the guitar were doing two different things. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, mm. it's like root note. We, we write quite simple songs quite often. Right. So it's like right now, you can figure out roughly what you're doing. Because they were both playing... Uh, Oscillating things, you harmonies. Couldn't, you couldn't work out which one was which. And they were different. Yeah, they were kind of... Yeah, it was really tough. Oh, and had you just like recorded it on your phone yeah, or like something? I, yeah, I made a demo at home and wrote it as I was doing it. So I just put down like whatever bass and then put down whatever guitar over the top but never actually wrote it properly. I just recorded it. So that was why. Also, we never bring a dongle that will allow us to play it through the PA <laughs> at rehearsals. Yeah. So you can't, you can only hear the. Yeah, Are you putting it like up to the guitar pickups? No. That's a good one. That's a cool idea. Yeah. 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 I'm, 
literally just trying to holding it in the middle of a room, trying everyone yeah. trying to hear it, and there's no <laughs> bass coming out None. of that either. No. <laughs> yeah, none. It's yeah. tricky. Yeah. What's um? What has been coming first for you with this record? Is it like guitar chord progressions, or is it melodies or beats or what? Yeah, I I always just start. I think it's because I know guitar the best, and I'm just used to writing songs that mm. way. So I always just start with like guitar, like chord progression, yeah. mm. a melody, and then you know, you know the gist. Mm, yeah. yeah, I've tried to like write a song starting on bass but it just it hasn't really amounted to anything yeah. Mm. yeah do you ever um do you guys ever get that feeling when you're writing that you'll never be able to come up with something new again like you just i always i get mm. that thing where i'm like i'm just playing the same chords i do every time and then i'm like okay i'll try and do something else and it's just the same thing again, but like Tran- backwards transposed or up, yeah, yeah, or just up two frets, yeah, or, right, know. yeah. I definitely feel that, and I I feel that with like my lyrics a lot too. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is just like every other song yeah. I've written, yeah, <laughs> about the same stuff. Mm. I, I I thought yeah, about that it's hard recently. To freshen it up. It is hard. I, I I thought about that exact thing recently, Julia, about that, and it's like, I I, I, I to me it's okay because it's like you you're still trying to like. Yeah, then maybe there's an essence of like something that you're trying to achieve or reach or whatever, and like you, f- it's it's a it's a it's a target you can never quite hit, so you just keep trying. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Totally. Right? Mm. I don't know. I, I I feel like you might as well just like lean into yeah. it mm. too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like this is what's coming yeah. out. Like just let it happen. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to fight. No, your creative. There's, there's no, no reason to say flow. that it's a problem too. Like, yeah, it's just what's happening. There's no rules. Yeah, it's just something I've noticed. Yeah, um, I'm like, yeah, there's just like patterns. Mm. I think of of thought, and I don't know. I I feel like maybe I'm also having a lot of trouble right now with inspiration for things mm. like. Yeah, I, because nothing's happening yes. in my personal life. There's a lot happening in the world, but I, I feel like w- I tend to write pretty like personal things. Yeah. So. And you're not really accumulating any experiences right now because you're just like in a pandemic in yeah. a house sort of mm. thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling pretty like neutral. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's been tricky. I've been like, I feel like it's such a nostalgic time for me. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, like because nothing new is happening, I've just been like retracing old memories and like looking at old photos, mm. reading old journal entries. Mm. Uh, do you journal often? Yeah, I like go through phases. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I'm a journaler, I I would say. Yeah. I I have like I don't have the best memory, so um yeah, I like to write things. What, what's down. your approach with it? Are you writing like, like a kind of play for play of what happened that day, or 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 are you? Is it more of a subconscious kind of rambling, or what is it? It's a little of both, yeah. I would say. It's kind of like what happened, and then it might go into just like me rambling about my feelings, mm. which, yeah, I don't know. I this it's funny that we're talking about journaling because I um was I was gonna like make this podcast 
about <laughs> I guess I am. I don't know if I'm going to release yeah. it, but I I have recorded one episode of it. Yeah. Um where I'm like reading the it's called Julie's Journal. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like me reading journal entries mm. with friends. Oh. Um just kind of like for the friends who are in invo- involved in the like events that happen okay. in oh. the entries. Yeah. So it's, but it's very personal. So mm. I'm just trying to figure out like, and it's more for me than anyone yes. else. Like it's kind of an excuse to make my friends uh, listen to me read my journal <laughs> aloud. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse than someone reading my journal, you know, like I would just be so yeah. mortified. Oh, devastating. Yeah. But, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty, um, um it's a yeah, like a vulnerable. It's space. it's vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, I definitely like it's it's definitely censored. I'm not I'm not like straight up reading gotcha. everything. Yeah. yeah, it's picking and choosing, mm. and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is all just like, uh, the beginning of something. I've only done one episode, and so I'm you know learning. Nice, but yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll release it one day. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> do you have a journal? Do you have a journal, Todd? No, I've never journaled. Um, I would like to, and kind of wish I had. I like the the thought of just being able to read back through. I, I like yourself. Don't have a great memory either, so I think it would be nice. It improves nice memory. Ha- yeah, I can. I imagine it would, and I like the idea of the nostalgia and um. Um. Yeah, the nostalgia behind it. You know, mm. just. Reliving things similar to looking at old photos, going through an old photo album, um, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah, photos can do the same thing, mm. but they're often quite cringe to read back over. In my experience, yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm struggling with this podcast idea because I'm just like, okay, let's find a few sentences that I that are like bearable for me to read out loud. Yeah. But the podcast that I did the one episode I did with my friend was about our trip to the UK back in 2010. Okay. Mm. So I feel like there was like enough distance between now and then that it was just actually like e- easier to laugh at myself. Yeah. I think like, the distance does, it, it yeah. makes it easier. Yeah. yeah. Our, our friend David Harrington, shout outs, has been on the pod before and he um, is a tour manager, guitar tech. Um, and he, keeps journals when he's on the road and he's also a photographer and he's put out a book recently of photos of being on the road but also the journals from the days and there's they're, they're, oh, that's they're, awesome. they're not cringe at all but I guess it's probably they're not like his deepest thoughts and feelings but yeah um, that, that's do you think that he cool. does a little bit of editing like in post I like, don't think he does a lot but it's generally huh. just like this morning I got up and did this and then the car broke down and then the guy, who, you know, fixed the They're really funny though. We, when, we're, funny. when we're in the UK with him, he would um, play, he would get Siri to read them through the, the van, the sound On system the in the van. And the next day, so yeah. Siri would <laughs> read your previous day's journal. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. And reading them back, like, because he sent me a few recently and we went through, did we go through some on the pod? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, he... Um, they're interesting. Like a lot of sh- like shit happens in a day quite often when you're on the road and it's, yeah, they're nice. Yeah. David yeah. Harrington, his name is, if you're listening and you haven't heard that podcast. Yeah. He's a great photographer. <laughs> uh, um, and are you, are you missing Seattle? 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not missing the weather so much. Um I love the weather in LA. Yeah. It's been mm, really nice, yeah. like not having to spend another winter in Seattle. Yeah. But I definitely miss my friends. I think one thing that that's been like nice in a way, I guess, about the pandemic is like I'm not having FOMO the way that I think I would have if I'd moved to LA and my friends were all hanging out without yeah. me. Like <laughs> no one's hanging out with each other. But yeah, I've gone up since I since moving here, I've gone up and visited a couple times. So that's oh, been that's nice. nice. It was um I found Seattle really charming that time that I was there. I was only there once, and that's where I, that's when I met you, Julia. Yeah, we, yeah. When was that? Well, that was in two thousand few, few years, two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling someone about the time you met them. And they're like, "Yeah, I know, I met you then too." <laughs> well, uh, I remember I it vividly. Saying, I probably have yeah, a journal entry yeah. about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was hosting for the first and only time a. Vice like mini doc on Seattle mm. that you made with Callum. Shout I made out. with Callum. Shout outs, Callum. Callum directed it. Yeah, visit Seattle. Yeah, and it was visit. It was sponsored by Visit Seattle. Right. Yeah, and then it was yeah. Yeah. Where can I find that? Uh, I'd like to um, watch it. I don't know. Probably YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Probably YouTube. That was a good little doc. It's out I there thought. somewhere. Yeah, it made. I it, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I watched it when it came out. Yeah, it's well done. I haven't been to Seattle, and I enjoyed watching that. Yeah, mm. nice. Did it make you want to visit Seattle? It did. It made me want to go to some gigs and hang out with cool bands in Seattle. That's what it made me want to do. Yeah, it's a good city. It mm. is a good city. I, yeah, I lived there for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed myself there. Where and where were, where were you before that? Uh, I moved there right after college. Um which is where I met my bandmates. Oh, yes. Uh, and that was in Walla Walla, Washington. That's right. Um, yeah, Eastern Washington. It's about like five hours east of Seattle. Yeah, gotcha. Is that where you grew up, Washington? No, I grew up in the Bay Area in California. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, you've got quite a lot of Aussie friends, Julia. I do, you do. yeah. You're friends with, I saw that you did a podcast with um, Courtney Barnett. Recently, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we did like a talk house thing a few years ago. Was that a few years ago? I think so. Okay. I don't, it all like kind of blends Mm. together, but that might have been, that was probably 2018 too. It's always like, like three years back or something. Yeah. And, 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 and Darren Hanlon, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm really close with Darren (laughs) and I met him on, um, tour with Courtney. He was the first opener of three and we were the second. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's nice. And there was someone else as well. Yeah. I, I love Australia. Also, we, we toured with Camp Cope. Oh, Camp Cope. That's Um, right. Oh, Yes. I know all of them. Cool. Yeah. We know Uh, them. Loose Tooth. Yeah. I, I love Australia for, for a second I was wanting to move to Melbourne. Oh yeah, because um, yeah. I remember you saying that actually. All of it there. Yeah, yeah. It was it's good. It's um, it gets cold too though. So if you're enjoying that LA weather, then maybe Sydney could be the mm. yeah. yeah. Well, with global warming, um, that, in a few years it might be just oh, yeah. like the perfect temp. Yeah, yeah. It's true, true, true. That's true. Um, we had Georgia Mac on the podcast actually. She's, oh, did she's you? Great. Her and I are from the nice. same island in Greece, 
tiny little island. Wow. So we've got um, shared family heritage. She she really Tony found out recently. That. She really came in swinging to that episode. Yeah, she came in hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah, she comes in. She hot. came yeah. in She'll swinging. Just like told yeah. me told me I had a long nose. Like I hadn't even met her. Yeah, She's like, yeah. you had a long nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that up? I want to listen yeah, to that. It is. Yeah, yeah it's up. It's yeah. on our, It's like well, episode it eight out. or something. It was early on and um. Just this because we did it. It was like one of the few we did in person, and I um we'd only just started. Like we'd only just met and found out we were from the same place in Greece, and um she was just like dissing my guitars in my bed and stuff, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the go with your bed? Uh, <laughs> uh, just like nagging you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah, she is. I like her. Yeah, Tomo. Do you know Tomo from that band too? Yeah, not as well, but I've met Tomo. Yeah. And then Kelly. Yeah, yeah they're Kelly's all, great too. They're a really funny trio. Yeah. I mean they I mean they used to tour so much. So it yeah. must be pretty hard. hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Um are you doing chastity belt stuff at the moment as well, Julia? Uh not so much. I we're taking a bit of a break, but we we recorded a bunch of songs or like five songs um last January 2020. Okay. Uh, and I think, yeah, so we might do something with those, Yeah, but it's hard because, uh, Lydia and Gretchen are still up in Seattle. Yeah. Mm, so is that the pr- primary reason for the sort of semi break? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just like a, spe- it's already hard, but then with the pandemic, it's like, especially hard to get together yeah. and write stuff. And then that problem happens where you like, we do get together and we write songs and then like a couple months go by and we get together again and we just can't remember any of the songs oh, yeah. we wrote. <laughs> so it's hard. Yeah. It's like a LDR. I mean, yeah, relationship. Sure. Uh, not to, you know, like tell you what to do with your band, <laughs> but like, couldn't they just, couldn't they just come to your house and like record in the attic? Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually we had, they were planning on coming last month um Lydia and Gretchen were but with just like how bad COVID was in LA at the time we decided it was a bad idea yeah. mm. so that's been postponed okay. I mean we we've been like trying to work around it but it just yeah hasn't quite happened yeah yeah it's complicated because you know what at the moment it's a good band chastity bell a yes. good a good very good, very good band oh thanks yeah, yeah. it's a good band do you do you like the touring and live aspect of music, Julia? Um, there's def like yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've had like some amazing memories and met mm. some great people through touring, and um, definitely like very thankful to have had all those opportunities. But it does wear on you after a while that lifestyle. So. I don't know. And it's hard to find a balance. Um, mm. It's hard to have a normal life yeah. when you're home because you're just going to leave again. Yeah. So, yeah. We were talking about this with a guest a couple of weeks ago, actually. She was touring a lot and basically made the decision to not tour anymore at all. Mm. Um, and she wasn't doing it for all that long, but it was like enough to put her off it forever, basically. And And yeah. her kind of... Um, thoughts on it were that just that it became it, the routine became important to her 
and the routine just was blasted every time she would tour and then it was like trying to mount a routine again when you get home and then having it sucked away from you again. It's just Mm. too uh, stressful on her mental health. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah, I think it's it's really hard on people's mental health. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's been actually nice, I think, having a little break from touring Mm. just because we did it for so long. I feel like with like very few breaks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you guys have toured a fair bit. Right? Yeah. Like, how how do you feel about it? I mean, it, it, for us, like, we've we've done um, a lot of Australian touring and then a couple, like, we've done a UK tour and a Europe slash UK tour. And, for, and they were both, like, three weeks long. And for us, they were just, like, we haven't done it back to back to back to back to back for years for it to become draining. So, for us, it's just been, like, right. super fun. Like we've just loved, yeah. we've just yeah. loved it. You know, we haven't been, been jaded by the, by, by, by its con- like consistency, mm. you know? Yeah. I feel yeah, like we've had a sure. good balance so that we haven't been burnt out by it. But, um, but yeah, when doing a three week tour and then coming home, I'm wrecked. And I'm like, I couldn't do that all for a <laughs> yeah. 12 months. Fuck that. It would be so I mean, hard. And it takes over We kind of realized that's like the sweet spot. We kind of, yeah. we've tried to keep our tours to three weeks maximum, yeah. but it, somehow it always goes over or like, we'll, we'll be like trying to have enough of a break between tours yeah. and it will just like get shorter and shorter. So yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. It, it it really is just, you can't do anything else but to it when you're in the road. Like that's everything. Yeah. You can't, this, it, that is your life, I think. Yeah, it's all consuming, yeah. which I actually like that aspect of it mm. because like I don't have to think about yeah. like what am I doing with my life? It's just like, oh, this is the city we're going to today. Like it's, I like having that kind of like direction mm-hmm. and purpose. But so you have that like when you're on the road, but then you have the complete opposite when you're home, you're like, what am I doing? Mm. Like why? Like, cause day to day you're, you're kind of like things aren't as planned out, mm. but then like way into the future, like, oh, I'm doing this like Europe tour in a year. So that's planned. But what am I doing today? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a strange existence. And I don't know. I like I think I'm so used to it that now like having kind of having more of a routine and being in the same place for so long has felt strange to me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um can I ask a question about uh, I'm quite a I'm well I no I am. I'm quite a Kurt Vile fan. Oh yeah. And um He's I know great. that you've toured with Kurt a lot really haven't you we we've never toured with him but you, um you didn't play shows with- we were always like crossing paths with him and we we've definitely like uh, like jammed with him a few times right. i i opened like i in actually in a castle main i opened a show for him that's what i'm thinking of um, yeah. yeah yeah just like a solo thing but yeah i i think Maybe one day we'll tour cool. together. Just hasn't happened yet. It hasn't like lined up. Yeah. Are you are you a fan of Kurt Vile's work? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Like before meeting him, I like listened to all his records. The so, special records. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, he just has like like a very unique sound. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
and it's it's like so pure i feel like and it's uh just meeting him you get that sense like he's just exactly what his music like kind of Mm. portrays him as like that's just him yeah cool Uh, he's not like putting on any kind of like front you know yeah I um, listened to Smoke Ring for my Halo last weekend. Oh, did Very you? Album. Hadn't, hadn't listened to that in a long time. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to Kurt. Shout, Shout out. out to Kurt. <laughs> yeah. He's listening. Yeah. yeah. He's listening. Yeah. He'll be. He might be. He might be. You never know. Yeah. He might. Hey, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Check us a follow, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, should we, we, we've, we used to do this thing called uh, on this podcast called Question Time, where like uh, people, fans of the podcast, would like just write in any questions or topics of discussion for us to talk about. And at some somewhere down the line, we stopped doing it. And then this week, we decided to kick it back up on our Patreon. So we do bonus apps on our on our Patreon every week. Um, oh, nice. But we figured that there's a couple in there that that actually like would could pertain to all of us. So we figured we'd pop a couple of them through now. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we got heaps, so we yeah. just thought we'd do a couple now. Just as a way to fun. Uh, as a way to close out the episode. Yeah, let's do it. Literally have two written down here, so when we say couple, that's what we mean. Yeah, um, and we'll do <laughs> if you're listening, which you are, we'll do the rest yeah. Uh, yeah. on the Patreon uh, on the Some bonus crackers. episode after this. So Some real good ones. Go to Patreon to to subscribe for the bonus eps, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll address everything else over there. All right, this is from Jake. What's the thing that's thrown you off the most at a show at a gig? <laughs> Um, it's kind of like the airplane <laughs> airplane plane question. I'll, I'll I'll start this one. Yeah, what got you got? Well, okay, I think yeah. I've said it on pod before, but twice, not as these New South Wales, but as Mossy, my other project, mm. I saw my manager yawning in the crowd. <laughs> 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 the two different shows. Oh, that's I, so that's good. Amazing. I'm performing my heart out, and I just saw him going. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> uh, uh, he would do that. As he's well. fi- he's fired. He was fired yeah, a long he's time now ago. Fired, yeah. yeah, he became fired. He became fired at some point yeah. in his in his, yeah. in his career with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that threw me off. Okay, I'll go next. Um, there's probably a worse one, but one that comes to mind is there's this venue in Sydney called the Oxford Art Factory. And when you play there... Oh, yeah, we've played there. Right. Okay, so you know what? There's a stage and there's a little pit area and then there's a balcony bit up the back and there's some stairs that come down, uh, stage left, down from the... Um, up out, outside. And for some reason, there's like a... Oh, there's a light on the stairs, I guess, for like health and safety so people don't, don't step, like trip up on it. But I remember you, you can just see whoever's... Un- that's a spotlight on just someone in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So if you happen to catch that. And they're in yeah. a transitory moment as well. They're not like engaged in the performance. Right. They're like either yeah. bailing or just like yeah. coming in. Yeah. yeah. No, but this one time. But I, like the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one time I saw Shave, who's a friend of ours, shout out, um, James Shave and Dubois. And um, he was just stand. That's where he watched the whole show. So I just saw him like standing in the spotlight holding a beer with a smile on his face the whole time and it just really, I couldn't stop looking at him and yeah. it threw me out of, the, out of the performance. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've forgotten lyrics before just like 
because I'll catch a glimpse of a friend mm. in the audience and then just have this kind of like existential yeah. thing where I'm just thinking about like my friends like watching me up here. That's weird. Yeah. And then I'll just be like transported to a different place. And yeah. Yeah. That's why like I, I really try like not to engage with the audience. I know that, that like some people can do it really well. They're just like able to make eye contact and still perform. But mm. I feel like it really throws me off and it takes me out of what I'm doing. And I just like forget everything. So, and yeah, it can be really jarring. It's, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a particular instance that really threw me off. But I feel like there's there's always like that one person that's right in front of you mm. and whatever they're doing it's just like because i'll just see that in my like peripheral vision yeah. and there's there's has definitely been like like a couple making out really hard oh, you know yeah. or that like last ones Trav, did yeah remember? <laughs> who <laughs> oh Trav from laneway <laughs> <laughs> we played the laneway festival after party and trav and his girlfriend trav's like he books laneway <laughs> festival. <laughs> yeah was just oh, making nice. out with his girlfriend right at the front. So funny. Strobe lights going off. Weird, <laughs> weird punk songs. Love that. Yeah. He loves his job. He's just like, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is why I do it, baby. That, that's his day. <laughs> that's his day of the year. The lame way, yeah. you know, it's lame way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking. It's all leading up yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Strange thing to do. Just have a yeah. huge passion in front of a mosh pit. It's, it's probably, it's probably on. <laughs> Probably on Molly or something. Oh, and and, and DNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julia, um, do you is is performing something that comes natural to you, or or do you you know feel um, like it's a part of the part of the job that you um, you know that is less that is less natural to you? I think like. I've played in bands before where I kind of like put on more of a front and that's actually kind of how Chastity Belt started. Mm. It was, it started as a joke. Yeah. Um, and that to me was like much more natural yeah. than just like being myself in like my own body and like my own personality. Mm. Like for me, it's hard to just like be myself on stage um, without. Yeah. I don't know. I find that uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's something that I'm like grappling with because I don't know. It, it, yeah, I feel like playing playing in joke bands is fun, and I love that. But it's it's been nice too to like be able to like be a little bit more vulnerable. Totally. Well, in like what you just said is is so so relatable because our band started as a joke band too. Like we wrote complete piss take joke songs, and to begin with, it was um. You know, we like wore nipple tape and all that kind of stuff, which I think when we played the show that you played with us at the Corner Hotel, we were still in that nipple tape kind of yeah. thing. So it started as like a real like performance band. It was a performance-based band, you know, and like- Right, we, performance art. Yeah. And we, we, and, we, <laughs> and you're not yourself. You're not that, yourself. Yeah. 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 And we- someone else. And, and it was really the easiest uh, mm. band ever to perform in, you know. And yeah. there's still an aspect of that to our band, but we've like we're no longer like wear the kind of costume, and um, yeah, so it's been interesting finding finding the like the performance style and energy. And it's, it, I mean, 
In these New South Wales, it still feels very natural to perform, but this, like my other project, Mossy, I, I struggled for a long time with performing that live. I felt literally naked right. on stage. Mm. Yeah. And it's just you, yeah. right, doing that. Yeah, yeah, there's a band for a bit as it's well. It's very but, vulnerable. But even then I was like, I don't even know how to, like in these New South Wales, I can run around the stage and, you know, jump in the crowd and just do my thing. But in Mossy, I, I, I was self-conscious if I even put my arm up in the air. I was like, oh, what's my arm doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just completely like, oh, do I, I'm turning around. Wow. Oh, oh shit. you're yeah. so weird. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's like it's like being like too high and like inco- yeah. uncomfortable yeah. in like yeah. your own skin. Yeah. You're just like, uh, does this look awkward yeah. if I put my arm over here? Yeah. Oh shit. So bizarre. Fuck. I haven't yeah. had that high feeling in a long time where you just you're too aware of what you're doing and what you've just said, and you just <laughs> think about it way too much. It's horrible. It's bad. Yeah. That's it's bad. been a while because I haven't been around other people mm. while being high. Yeah. In a while. Um, yeah, but, yeah, that was a good question. For I've John. been like alone and high, so yeah. I, yeah, I forgot that whole aspect of <laughs> yeah. smoking weed. <laughs> no one to freak out, <laughs> yeah. All right, question two, okay, from Finley, uh, Loiterton. Uh, bands that influenced TNSW the most sonically, I thought we could, um, slash chastity belt, slash chastity belt, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't really know personally. I don't, I don't have. I mean, well, from where we, we, where we from where we started, mm. which was in 2011. I listened to very little heavy or punk music at all back then. Well, that was the thing. So when the band started, I was, there was four of us, and I was the only one that really listened to punk or heavy music. And so that's why there was no direct sort of rip off in the style because no one knew <laughs> really what we were. There was nothing to rip off. Who would you like say copying? your your guitar were your guitar parts in the earlier these New South Wales stuff was most influenced by? Mm. That's a good question. It was a mix. I it's it's just such a mix of like what I grew up listening to and playing. Anything from like no effects through the slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy but true. Yeah. <laughs> like that take the stab riff was I started playing like duality by slipknot and it turned into that riff. Right. And then um yeah, I just like listened to bands like that. And that was before like we got into bands like Ice Age and stuff, which kind of influenced us as well. Yeah. I love Ice Age. Yeah. Time, yeah. And I think that I w- influenced my kind of just opening out the guitar a bit more. Yeah, making it a like, bit more yeah, yeah open chords, clangy. Power chords and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which was which has been really fun. So that would definitely be one as well. I'd say that that yeah, early on I didn't have an influence for TNSW, mm. I don't think. Oh, it was probably actually like weirdly enough, two thousand eleven he kind of like falls actually for vocally, like the yappy sort of vocals. Yeah. Um and and I like this band from New Zealand called Cut Off Your Hands, who were like a post-punk oh, yeah. kind of new romantic kind of vibe. It's probably those two bands, and and I think the Cut Off Your Hands influence still stands today because it's so um, melodic and post-punky, which I I really love. But um, I'd say Ice Age has been a massive discovery for me from 2013 or whatever it was when I started listening to them, and just one of those bands that you just fall head over heels in love with and and can't help but just take influence from Mm. yeah Yeah. they have so many songs that i've just listened to over and over again yeah they just hit hard yeah they they hit really hard do you have a do you have a favorite um ice age record 
Um, it's the one with the um, like the palm frond yeah. and the shoe. Yeah, the third one. Oh yeah, yeah. plowing. Yeah. That's a that's plowing that's a great, through the field of love. That's a yeah. great record. Yeah, really it's a pretty great unique sounding record. That one. I mean, the yeah, it's so good and a nice progression from where they started to. Yeah. Yeah, there's some more like kind of like ballads on yeah. that one and yeah. like more like melodic stuff, which I, mm. I'm into. Yeah. 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 Those first two records as well are just something else. I mean, like that first one they were they made when they were seventeen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that one's cool in its own way. It's like yeah. very raw. Yeah. Yeah. I remember listening to it and then putting it on again and like halfway through going, Oh, like it took me a while to get it, you know? Um, it, but then, yeah. I, then I was there. Once you get there, it's so good. It just sounded like white noise the first time. Sounds I like to a that. mess. Yeah. yeah, the first li- uh, like the first listen, you're like, wait a sec. Yeah, yeah. This is cha- chaos. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the uniqueness of it kind of brings you back for the second listen because it's like, mm. wow, this is just. It it, yeah, it, it it was hard for me to try and find what what music sort of influenced them as well. Like I, I still don't really know like what that first and second record sound like yeah. particularly. The third one people have said kind of sounds like Gun Club and Nick Cave and all that kind of stuff, which um, mm-hmm. makes sense. But yeah, those first two are wildly unique. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure what it would be either. I like, that's what was good about it. It's exciting. Like new brand of sort of, chaotic punk kind of stuff yeah everyone is really excited about it yeah, yeah. Um, have you guys seen them live ever yeah yeah a couple of times in mm. sydney mm. nice yeah the first show was chaos once again like people spilling over from the stage and um <laughs> and the second one was undersold like a lot for some reason and was like almost like awkward mm. it was it's a really strange show but really like interesting to be at yeah and and the first one we saw them play they'd only released the first two records and their third record was just about to come out and they played exclusively songs from the third record so like all, oh, yeah. all unreleased that's a way to like alienate the crowd yeah sometimes. I know, but <laughs> that's like me as like uh like as a musician i hate playing like old songs or like i just i like the audience reaction that's like the nice part of it but i'm just like by that point i'm so sick of those songs yeah yeah so like i feel like there has to be a balance of new songs with old songs that you can keep people engaged yeah yeah you kind of have to it's uh, a shame because it would be nice to just play whatever the fuck you wanted every show hey i know i know paying for the tickets you gotta you You gotta think about the fans sometimes yeah exactly um, what about Chastity Belt? Is there any kind of like references you guys? Yeah, you know, I like we get that question a lot and my uh, my mind always kind of goes blank because I'm just mm. like, I mean, for me personally, I I feel like Elliot Smith has been a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like got really into him starting in middle school um, and then just like, I, yeah, I still really love his music. So I'm always going back to it and I just feel like he's like such a good songwriter. Yeah. But I, I'm not necessarily like, I don't, I don't know if Chastity Belt sounds like yeah. Elliot Smith. Mm. Like maybe we have like a couple songs that you could say there's like that bit of that vibe, but yeah, I don't know. I think like I, we, we've never really like had an intention of like sounding like any way. Mm. 
which I think has like given us our own kind of sound, yeah. which is mm. nice. And yeah. I think also when we started the band, none of us had been in the band before mm. and um, we didn't know what we were doing. So we kind of like created a sound together. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if we were good enough to be like, to replicate another like band sound, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. I feel like, yeah, we had a similar path with our band where it's like, we just started a side project and some kind of just the music kind of came out that way. But yeah, like I said, there was no reference because we, we didn't have a, none, we didn't have anything in common in that world that we all could have referenced. So it's a good way to make something unique. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we answered that question, didn't we? Thanks, Finley. Yeah. Good question. Thanks. Yeah. They were great questions. Um, Plenty more coming up. Some funny, funny ones. Some some TNSW related ones. So we'll get to them on the Patreon. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Um, well, right. what a great punk, Julia Shapiro. Thank you so much for coming Thank on the you. show. What Thanks pleasure. for having me. It was a really nice chat. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, great. I had a great time. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Hope. Hopefully, we didn't keep you too long. From Are you recording tonight? It's Friday night where you are. It's Friday night. What time is it? Nine. Nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I'm not recording. No, nice, just chilling. Yeah, I actually had work today, and I'm recording tomorrow. Nice. So. Okay, okay, cool. All, yeah. all the best with it. Thanks. All right, yeah, and we'll I'm hopefully excited. see you sometime in the future. In the yeah. in real life. Let's hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> awesome, Julia. All right. all right. Thanks. What a great punk. Bye. Bye, guys.